video. Coffee with the coaches. We're here. We're back. Mar- Marissa does not like to be on video. Usually when I get usually when I get up, I have like sweat marks, like sweat She's marks sweating. on the chair. She sweats. <laughs> and Nobody then knows that. When I now put her, because I just don't care. So when I put her on the spot, which I know that she doesn't like, but I continue yeah. to do it. She'll like have a moment where she's like, ah. <laughs> and then she sweats a little. What bit. Are we sure it's that? sweat? Putting you on the spot. No, 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 no. What's it called? <laughs> oh, when you're sweating? Nope. <laughs> what is? Let me finish my sentence. What is it called when you like have a brain fart when somebody asks you like information? Like, what did you eat for breakfast this morning? And you like brain fart because someone like puts you on the spot. Isn't there like a term for it? Brain fart. No, but it's like. It's you, but they usually just say like, "crap." I don't know. You put me on the spot. Yes. Like it's 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 because that's I do the it phrase. at the whiteboard too. If someone asks me a question, even if I know the answer, I will look so dumb sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Kyle's done it a few times. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we all just assume that you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I do though, guys. I promise I do. Sometimes. <laughs> she did call the tripod a trifold when she put it up today. Same thing. You fold it. <laughs> I mean, and it has three legs. That's what tri means. Yeah, <laughs> she got so half three of it, and you fold it, so it's a. Tri-fold. I mean, it could be. She could have called it a quad fold, and then we would have been really yeah, worried. It would have been really funny. Um. So, the best part about this episode is that Kyle wanted to watch other because Kyle does not have Facebook. He's not in the face land. Nope. So he doesn't watch so any he doesn't of watch TikToks the videos unless um, we show it to them. Unless we show it to him. I'm not um, on the Instagram either. He's not. So <laughs> he wanted to see some of these videos in an attempt to research to be prepared. For the shenanigans. And I was like. Good luck. It's pretty much just chaos. Like uh-huh. it's just me asking Marissa questions, her sweating, us reminding each other what the topic was as she puts together the trifle. <laughs> <laughs> and trying to get scooters I mean, to sponsor us or Starbucks. This is true. Now, um, Marissa did just figure out how to adjust the tripod on today's episode, and it was pretty comical. I'm just convinced that if something doesn't work the way that I need it to, it's broken, and it's never user error, ever. And, you know, it is an older tripod so i was like and it was my phone would just like weigh it down and so i was just like miss we need to get a new one of these we're breaking down over here and i would just stare at her like does she really like not and then today i finally told her to tighten it and she was like oh look at that is that how we so do we're that? not cockeyed today is what we're trying to say guys so we still kind of look I know we're it's we're just we gotta just like this and then we're fine. Um, but today's episode is super special because we're in the middle of a season all about nutrition, and I know that members or people often are like, "Yeah, that's cool. Like you guys are coaches. Like that's just what you do." Right. Or like you're so far into it that, yeah, that's what you eat every day. Or, like, it's just easy for you. Or, well, you like vegetables. I don't like vegetables. All of the things that I eat that I like now, the majority of the things, if you would have told me that I would eat those every day and enjoy them, like, four or five years ago. Tony goes, wow, Jackie looks different. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, I would have, if you would have told me that. And Rob commented, too. Oh, weird. 
Um, but if you would have told me that that's how I was going to eat every day, I'd have been like, there's no way. Yeah. Like, I didn't eat vegetables in college. I didn't really eat vegetables growing up. No. I definitely didn't have chicken most days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would still make a run through fast food. I haven't done that in years. Um, but Marissa's like, um, but it's not just easy for us. Um, it's work that we put into it and it's doing things that you need to do for your goals, even on days that you don't want to. And so I was excited about this episode because it's from a member's perspective, as well as a nutrition coaching client, Mm -hmm. as well as someone that lost me basically um 128 pounds 128 pounds oh weird look at this <laughs> ignore that ignore that so kyle lost 128 pounds and he won't let us change his profile picture at the gym and nope. why is that motivates me every day um because he once told me no i need to remember why i come here every day yep just when you start getting a little bit comfortable you need to remind yourself why you now you need to show up and work harder i mean this is true and like kyle when you're someone like kyle and you've literally done a disappearing act <laughs> every day when you come to class people notice right they do and then people ask you questions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what would you say is the most common question that you got asked on your weight loss journey here at the gym or, or just outside in world? general uh i would say people asking myself or my family if i was sick yeah. It's probably the most common one. There's yeah. something wrong. And then he would text me and then I would get very upset. Yeah. My favorite was my one of my daughter's basketball coaches kept her after practice to see if I was sick. So it was pretty funny. <laughs> it was not funny. <laughs> and Lily was, but I was like, uh... and I got so mad because I was like, oh, didn't a neighbor like oh, yeah. come oh, across yeah. the street yeah. and like to check on you? Like yep. as Siobhan, like is really? Kyle okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because people members. never want to believe that you're actually, like, putting in hard work <clears throat> yep. day in and day out. Yeah. They it's... have to believe that it's something other than that. Yeah. And I was really upset, too, because it's, like, society just – that that's easier to believe than someone, like, yeah. just making healthy habits and making the change. change. Yeah. Yeah. What was the most common question you get here? What I was doing. Um, I used to get a lot of razzing from – the old crew that would come for having success and what am I doing? What am I doing different than you're doing? So that was a common question. What um, your answer to them would yeah. be? Well, it's, I really enjoyed your 21-day mindset reset. Hey, shout out, to the, shout, out. shout out to the podcast. I didn't even a, lot that, that. a lot of that was like you took it right out of what I went through. Mm-hmm. And that's why I tell people to watch it or listen to it because you know you have to buy into the whole thing it's not a part-time deal mm-hmm. no. you have to commit to it and if you commit to it and follow instructions you're going to be successful mm-hmm. there's you can't not be really you literally yeah do people come and do this stuff that we do here i mean i've referred i don't know how many people to come to try the gym out the longest anyone's made is three days. And <laughs> some get scared coming through the door like I was. Some went through the the little mini workout and said we were nuts and walked out the door. <laughs> we had others that never came back. So 
it's you have to commit to it. If you're not going to commit to it, you know, I, I remember the first New Year's I was here, and I'm expecting you see all the ads on TV for 24-hour fitness and everything else, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, we're going to have new men. She's like, nope, we don't get those kind of people here. And I'm like, really, why? Well, because they're like you, and they want a serious change. They're not going to come commit to doing something like this. So Right. That's very or true. they're not going to just come in January. Right. Like, we would see steady growth throughout the year where it's you know we'll get new members in june new members in october right it's not just making the change for a quick fix in january right Right. because they'll learn real quick that this isn't it's not a quick this is not a quick fix no and so you get all your people who went to genesis or planet fitness or all the other like kind of globo gyms first that didn't work and then maybe they tried an at-home option that didn't work, and they're like, okay. It's time. It's time to really buckle yeah. down and commit to something serious. That's when they walk yeah. in our doors. Yeah. And I think I know one conversation that we had um, that always stuck out was, um, I think you came into a nutrition session with me once, and you were like, I tell them. Like, I tell people, like, they just need to listen. Mm-hmm. Like, he was like, what do I do? He goes, I just do everything you tell me to do. If you tell me to do this, that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. If you tell me to do this, that's what I'm doing. And then we literally don't talk nope. <laughs> for like a yeah. month. And I just, what did I do? I did exactly what Missy told me to do. Or I did exactly what we changed on the plan. And then I rolled with it. I implemented those changes. And I think that's the big thing that is always different um, with successful people and especially long-term because you are a couple years out now of losing the 128 pounds. And that I don't think people understand is the hardest part is then maintaining that kind of weight loss and not being like, oh, okay, check, I'm done, I did it. And then we revert back it's you continue to do the things that got you there. Yeah. Right. And so I know our argument all the time is like health doesn't have a deadline. No. That like weight loss, you're not done. It's everybody wants it to happen. They want it to happen. They want it to happen. And I'm like, but you're never going to be done with this stuff. Right. So you have to quit thinking, I just want to be there because then I'll be done. And it's like, you're not going to be done you have to keep going. You have to maintain it. And I think that's also why it's the hardest part is because, you know, when you kind of get the ball rolling, especially with weight loss, you're getting that, like, gratification of losing weight. The scale's going down. Clothes are getting bigger. And then when you go into this maintenance phase, that can be really hard because, like, you're doing all the things that you're supposed to do. And those instant gratification, like, results aren't happening anymore, or at least that you can see. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, you're getting stronger in the gym. Clothes still might be fitting better. All these things are still happening behind the scenes that you're not necessarily getting, like, full-on physical results for. That doesn't mean that you stop. Like, all that background stuff is still happening. Your health, um, your cardiovascular health, you know, all these things are still playing effect even though you're not necessarily in a deficit or you're not trying to lose pounds or inches per se. Well, and we talked about it and kind of what Kyle was saying too is reminds me because I, people said it to me. So I've done three shows Mm -hmm. since I've owned this gym. I've done three bodybuilding shows. So some of, some people have been with me on all three of those journeys. Mm -hmm. Um, People were here when I was pregnant and then wasn't pregnant and then did a couple bodybuilding shows. And I know people used to say it to me. 
I've heard people say it to Marissa and I heard people say it to Kyle. It was like, there's no comments for like a couple months. And then it's like, all of a sudden, everybody notices. Mm -hmm. Like, it was like, you walk in and they're like, holy moly, what what happened to you? you? Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, what have you been doing this week? And I'm like, this week? Right. This was like. I started two and a half months ago yeah. or six months ago or, and shout out to Lori Bickford, um, one of my longest members. And again, someone who's lost considerable amount of weight. I love her quote was always, what did I do that got me successful? I never stepped on the scale. I only focused on the stuff I was supposed to do. Right. I never got on the scale. She's like, so everybody wanted to know two months, three months, four months, how, much, how weight? much weight I've lost. And she was like, I don't know because I'm not done. Yep. Yeah. That's like, I'm not done. I have to keep going. And her wins were measured in, did I get to the gym five days this week? Did I get in my veggies? Like, right. did I hit my protein? Did I did? It was all on focusing on more the identity of the person that she wanted to be. Yep. And the stuff that she needed to do and not, Oh, well, I worked my butt off for a couple of days. Like, why didn't the scale move? Like, this is pointless. This is, um, and the number one thing nutrition clients do, they have scale hasn't moved in one or two weeks. Okay. We got to change the plan. You got to drop my carbs or you got to do this. You got, and I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the other part of it in like, is just sticking it out long enough to, to, see to actually results. see the progress made mm-hmm. just because uh, some changes haven't been made in a week or two. That doesn't mean... No, it's life is not Biggest Loser. No. Biggest Loser ruined it for everybody. Like, Biggest Loser complete... And I've talked about this before. I hated that show. Ugh, it was, like, the worst. And it's still the worst. Because it was, like... They didn't show half, not even half, of what they were making these people do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and didn't show the medical team behind the scenes that even made it remotely possible to put these people what they were making them do. But then it was like, woo, 25-pound weight loss week one, 32-pound weight loss like week one. I'm like, uh, no. When do you think you started to see your own results or felt like you started to see results? I was within the first 30 days, I could tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like a month. Like it yeah, wasn't it was... like five days into it, you're like, oh no. my God, I'm going to kill it. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even come five days for three or four weeks. I started, my goal was three days a week and do that consistently, then four days a week. And for a long time, I, ne- I never came on Friday because there was no night class. So I couldn't hide at night. And I was scared to death of some of the classes so I just wouldn't I wouldn't come on Friday. <laughs> I know what he's talking about because I, I remember it was probably almost a year before you ever yeah. came to one of my classes yeah. and he had to come to 4:30 one day and I was like, "Oh, Kyle." Scared to death. And after a class, he goes, "This is why I don't come. Like this is why I don't come. Like you're way harder." And he like stormed out <laughs> and was like mad at me and I'm like, "It's the same workout." Well, it wasn't so much you were harder, but it's harder when you're with your little circle. Well, yeah. I like my circle. I know. Shout out to the circle. (laughs) If you're in the circle, you know you're in the circle. If you know, you know. Um, So what what do you think was like the first couple things that you started to notice? Uh, Sleep was probably the first. (laughs) I I would toss and turn at night 
and that was probably the first thing. So and, you were getting like a full night's rest? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because you were <laughs> <You're> done. done. <laughs> there, was, there was nights when I started that I would seriously call my wife and say, yeah, yeah, you might have to help me in the house tonight. <laughs> so dramatic. I, I'm dead serious. It happened. I know she's watching, so she's probably laughing. I've probably gone through 2,000 pounds of Epsom salts and a gallon of... of uh, Lavender oil for oh, my yeah, jacuzzi yeah, for- tub. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. So that was my <laughs> comfort spot was my jacuzzi tub and my TV. <laughs> so, but the next, it's kind of funny that we were laughing about um, Marissa's stuff earlier. Oh, we're going we're gonna to throw me into the bus right now? Hey, I'm dog guy. Those of you who know I'm dog guy. Well, a buddy of mine told me a long time ago, what you put in your dog, you get, if you put in your dog, you get it out. And that was, it's funny, but that changes really quick when you start eating right. We're talking digestion. Your movements. Yes. We're talking digestion. Movement, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, you know, don't want to embarrass, I embarrass myself, anybody else, but that's truly what, one of the first things you note. That's 100% oh, one of the first things you notice. It's. And it's always, a, it's always a topic I mean, it's, and I think some nutrition clients will be surprised because uh, the first thing, like, every, every check-in, I'm like, how's digestion? Yeah. How is things? I never like, understood why you asked that. <laughs> and it's. <laughs> I do you, now. You do now. You do and now. it's because it's like not going. And if you know, you know, not going for a couple days is not normal. No. Like yes. being backed up is not normal. Like feeling bloated all the time. Like after you eat, not normal. And Something that may seem normal. Because you're, you're used to you're it. You're used right. to it. But it's it's not. And what I mean by normal is that it's not healthy. That, like, things should be moving. You're putting it in. It should be it coming out. It should be out. coming out. <laughs> and it should be coming out sometimes multiple times a day. I'm not ashamed to say it. <laughs> I know Tony's up here comments. Tony's like, oh, my God. This is gold. His favorite part of his um, day. <laughs> and Kyle was like, oh, what I, they didn't tell me is that we were going to talk about poop. Is what. Hey, I'm just keeping it real. That was one of the first things I noticed. Oh, yeah. Well, and I know, too, because some people will Don't be like. Don't be scared to talk about your poop. No, because. And then adjusting protein, adding in more fiber with vegetables mm-hmm. or healthier carbs. This stuff changes, changes real quick. Changes things. things change real quick. I won't quick. name any names, but I have a nutrition client that would text me about how excited she was. <laughs> Didn't that send things pictures, were, right? No, no <laughs> pictures. But how excited she was. She'd be like, oh my God, I was normal this week. Like, it was great. Like, it's a little thing. Okay, I'm telling you right now, once you have healthy digestion... You will literally, like, anything that is remotely out of the ordinary. Like, people want to know why I don't eat pizza. Like, I've had people comment. Or, like, oh, my God, you on Coffee with the Coach is talking about, like, you don't want pizza. And I was like, it doesn't stay about physical appearance. Mm -hmm. Eventually, it becomes about how you feel. Internally. It's food I just don't crave anymore because... I feel like absolute crap. We and were then, just talking about that last week. We yeah. had a vendor brought us in my favorite pizza and my favorite wings, and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't eat these. I'm going <laughs> to regret this. Yeah, I, I, I smashed a dozen wings and a couple pieces of pizza. And, and I was, you felt like crap. Oh, my God. It was, it was brutal. Brutal. Yeah. And it, so then it starts it's like, becoming not worth it. Not because it doesn't taste good. But things just... 
And you just don't crave it anymore yeah. once you know how it makes you feel yeah. afterwards. Right. And not we're talking about guilt. I'm just talking no. about like just the like, digestion, ugh. your stomach. You just your feel more energy. sluggish. Like, yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's wild. Until it you affects your sleep. It affects everything. Until you experience it, it's – you're like, yeah, right, yeah. No, it really, it really happens. Yeah. And it's and – it's, and that's why I tell people like, well, those first couple weeks, like first couple months, like – it's the, the, it's the cravings that mess with you. Mm-hmm. I was like, but when you start to pay attention to how you feel, I was like, it's not hard for me to turn things down. Like, I don't look at cupcakes and like, oh my God, I can't do this. Oh my God, I can't do this. Like, oh my God, oh my God, I just want, like, it's not like that. Like, no. there was a time in my life when it was probably like that. But it's not, it's not like that anymore. And I think it's the same feeling as people get when they come into the gym for that first workout Mm -hmm. is people are like, you guys do that every day. I am not going to feel like that every day. You don't feel like that every day. If I felt, if Kyle felt, if Marissa felt the same way they did on like the first time that they did a class or did a workout. Yeah. Like, see ya. I no, count me out. out. Like, no, (laughs) I remember, like, I remember doing a push up, even the first push up I did, or the first hollow hold I tried to do after having Sawyer. And my body, (laughs) like, like, I went into the hollow hold and my body just laid down. Like, it wasn't even a choice. Like, I was like, nope. And it was like, and it, like, my abs just like released. And I was like, okay, I guess we're starting over. Like, and I remember being super frustrated because I had that mental thing of like, I've already done this though. Like I already pushed past that point. And it's a real feeling that it's like, you keep exercising because you don't want to go back to that point. Mm-hmm. Like you exercise a couple times over vacation because you don't want to take the full week off and yeah. have to come back. Yeah. Like you eat healthy so that you don't feel like crap. Like weight start loss over. starts to become like a, a small part of it, not the only focus. Right. Um, what would you say are the comments you get about the food you take to work? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I still get crap about that because of my yogurt. And I never, <laughs> ate, I never ate yogurt before. Is yogurt like a girly thing? I don't know. Okay. Now I buy yogurt by the case. <laughs> I, I, seriously, I never had it before in my life. It was gross. No. You just like no thank you? No. Nope. You sound like my dad. Never had it. Now I every day. You know, I have my rice and beans. I eat a lot of pork is my protein that I like. Because mm-hmm. it's it reheats well. It's cheap. Mm-hmm. A lot of different ways to cook it. So that's what I have a lot of times with and I put beans in rice with thing. my rice. Try to change it up a little bit. There's <laughs> nothing so, wrong with that. No. But yeah, they you know. But do you They'll give make them crap about what they eat? Well, That's I bet lost, now you do. It's a lost cause. I don't even go there anymore. But I love... Well, I know one time you were like... He would send me pictures and he's like, people are like, my God, you're eating so much food. And I know yeah. you used to message me and you were like, I feel like I'm eating more food than I've ever had in my life. When mm-hmm. I when I f- did my first nutrition class and I was told that I wouldn't physically be able to eat all the food and I looked at... And, said, and you're like, have you seen me before? Challenge said, accepted. You see me? <laughs> 340 pounds. Here, come on. And it was the second day. I couldn't chew it. I couldn't eat it. Like, drink two meals a day. 
That's how the whole protein powder incident happened. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's my favorite server. So <laughs> The protein powder incident of 2017. The best Listen, part. everybody needs to hear this. Oh, my God. Okay. So now everybody out there, protein is usually the number one thing that's the hardest for people to hit. Because people are like, oh, I have a yogurt. I have chicken. I had some steak. Like, I eat protein. And I'm like, you're eating like 40 grams of protein. Cool. You've had 70 grams today. Yeah. So it's getting enough protein is hard. So we harp on it as a, like, we're trying to just not scare people, but like make sure they know this is the one you got to work at. Carbs, I took you'll that hit. To heart. So he took it to heart. And the best part is this wasn't in the first round of nutrition coaching. Mm-hmm. This was in the second round of yep. nutrition coaching that he shows up with his notebook because he was very anti-technology when we started. <laughs> He's still very and anti-technology. And that's fine. That is I fine. I had to put Spotify on my phone to listen to this, so I, I know. prepared. So, I mean, oh we got him God. to listen to a podcast, and then we're now working he's working on it. I love it. I love work it. in progress. So, he shows up with his notepad on the first day, and he goes, don't even say it. You know me. I just like to write everything out. I'm still tracking. And I said, okay. And then... <laughs> he makes a comment on like the second meeting that was like something along the lines of like number of scoops or like adding protein to his oatmeal. And yeah. he kind of like, he, he kind of said something along the lines of like, well, that's my safety net. Uh-huh. And I went, wait, 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 what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's my, my safety net in case I don't hit my protein. Right. And I said, but you're tracking it, right? Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah. So then I went, no, 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 no. Like, are you entering in your things to see the total number of grams that you're at for the day? And he's like, well, I'm kind of doing the math in my head. (laughs) And I said, okay. I said, so what's the safety net thing? He's like, well, I kind of just sprinkle protein powder on like a lot of things (laughs) just to make sure that I'm getting enough. And I said, and I'm not concerned yet. And I said, okay. I want you to actually enter in uh-huh. so you can, and I was like, you don't have to do my fitness pal, but you're going to Google and then you're going to write in your notebook and we're actually going to track. Okay. He shows up in the next session and I went, okay, how much protein are you consuming in a day? I am not lying. I am not lying. It was well over 300 grams of protein. <laughs> and he was legitimately like, if there was something to put a scoop of protein on, and he was consuming all of his and i went oh my god like i was like okay stop we're good like you (laughs) got it we got it so we adjusted that and then my second favorite thing is then he migrated over to then actually using my fitness pal for different things and then my every day second favorite thing almost every day is didn't you walk in like so livid one day. Oh, yeah. well, then, and oh, he like God. throws down <laughs> this bag of mission car balanced tortillas. And I'm like, what's happening? He like throws it. He throws it on the table. And I was like, what is going on? And he goes, um, they lie. Not- they yeah. lie on the marketing. And I was like, he's like, they lie. Like they're lying about this. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he said, my fitness pal is trying to take carbs away from me. (laughs) And I went, they're not trying to take carbs away. He goes, they're trying. He's like, they're trying to take carbs away from me, and I've had it. And I was like, okay, well, what are you talking about? I'm not using it anymore. And he goes, goes, I told you this technology is bullshit. So he (laughs) enters it in. He enters it in. And he was like, when I eat the carb-balanced tortilla, 
it takes 42 carbs away from me. And I was like, okay, being dramatic, but I look on the package because I eat those um, yeah. often. I haven't had them in a while, but I was like trying to remember. And I went, no, it's, well, it's 42. And he goes, no. And he flips it around <laughs> and he points to the front and he goes, net, net three carbs. And I went, okay, Kyle. Yeah. And he goes, there's enough protein in this. That it's a little subtraction thing. This is only three carbs. So when he was keeping track in his notebook, yep. he was only I counting. Ate a lot of. <laughs> he's he's freaking shoving nine carb balance tortillas. He's like, I, I had double them up. I would put two on. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I gotta get, I gotta be plus or minus nine. I gotta get to that number. I'm. <laughs> Yeah, so he was like, these are only three grams of carbs. And I was like, mm-hmm. and I was like, no, they're 42 grams. And he's like, what's this? What, 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 what is this net shit? And I said, that, my friend, is what we educate people on as marketing. So all of the things that are like Amen. high fiber, yep. flip it around. It's got 30 grams of sugar. Put it back. Mm-hmm. High protein. Seven grams. Don't waste your time. Yeah. Like, it's all marketing. And so, yes, a carb-balanced surgery has a lot of fiber. We want to have carbs with a lot of fiber. But as I instructed Kyle, it doesn't mean that you don't get to subtract get to it count out. those carbs. <laughs> it doesn't though. work that way. It's just because, Yeah, just because yeah. a lot they of it's going to come back out. Fiber. Yeah. yeah. Well, we had fiber going on, believe me. I know. <laughs> so, but what my, that's, so it's like, that was one of my favorite stories because it was like, there's an evolvement process that it's not always easy at first. No. And it seems like it's a lot of work, but then you get to the point where it's like you just, it's like it's down pat and it becomes a routine and it becomes like a part of your goals and it just changes the way that you view things. And so things like start to get a little bit easier and they're more meaningful because like you're seeing results, you know where you're going, you've committed, like Kyle said, to the whole thing. It's not like half the time. And you don't get to pick and choose which parts of information you want to take from. And so I love that too. And I wanted to bring that up because people really like to overestimate their efforts in the gym Mm -hmm. and underestimate the amount of food. Flat out, if you are consistently doing something for weight loss and you are not losing weight, you're either not eating enough to be at a good healthy deficit or or we're not achieving a deficit at all and it's because well there was one person in the nutrition when we used to do group nutrition there was one person that literally had her aha moment where she was like shut the front door i have to count my creamer no it wasn't creamer it was whipped cream well that was also that she had a drawer (laughs) and i i you know who you are if you're watching and you're one of my favorite people and i love you she had a drawer of all of these different flavors all of the different things like at her office. And it's like when she didn't matter how many cups of coffee, I mean, but it was, it was just a, and then that wasn't factored in. Mm -hmm. And then it would be like, well, your fats are probably like through the roof, through the roof. You're not an extra. And you think you're doing this and then you're frustrated because you're not seeing results. So people that come in and all right off the bat are like, I'm not tracking. I'm not, I'm not doing that. We got to do something. Yes. We got to do something so that you learn where you're at. I do not track my food. 
I eat pretty much the same thing every day. So it's, I know what I'm consuming. That's the difference. You don't have to track forever. No. But you have to do it long enough to learn about the portion sizes that you need to then hit your macros. Mm -hmm. I'll do it at the start of the week and make sure I make it through a day and then I just eat the same thing. I would say you just realize how much you're eating. You know what you're eating. I don't technically log it every day. No. No. But it's good to know. It yeah, is good look. to know. Um, and you I mean, it by I mean even as a nutrition coach, like there are things over the years that I've like, you know what? I'm going to look that up. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> never again. Because it's not worth it. Yeah. Like we were talking about the other day. Oh, I think Jackie, either Jackie or Marissa asked by Jackie. I mean, my mom. Um, Mother. She was like, Mother. somebody was like, what would you eat? What would you eat? If calories really didn't matter. Oh, it was me. It was, yeah, and I said fettuccine Alfredo. And everybody started laughing. And I was like, because that was like the first meal when I was like done with my nutrition classes, like in the midst of exercise science, really starting to evaluate my own stuff. That I'm Sicilian. We had we grew up with Italian food. Mm-hmm. We did not make fettuccine Alfredo. So when we went to Italian restaurants, none of the Italian food was good because it wasn't family food. So I would get fettuccine Alfredo because mm-hmm. it's delicious. And I looked it up once and I was like, oh my God. Silly. I mean, it's, it's, it's inconceivable how much fat and carbs are in fettuccine Alfredo. Like so much so that it, not even for a cheat meal could I enjoy it because it's so off the charts. And so that's where it's like, you get education when you track something, when you look something up, and then things change for the better. Right. Um, I will still eat chocolate chip cookies, but just not fettuccine Alfredo. Mm. Yeah. Um, the biggest surprise that I found was condiments. You know, ketchup, barbecue Something sauce, about liquids that people mayonnaise. just... Mayonnaise. I was a mayonnaise fiend. I put mayonnaise on everything. And pickles. Don't get me started. Yeah. Pickles You. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other incident for another for another podcast. What'd you episode. deal with pickles? That came off. With I, had, <laughs> I had it in my head that I could eat as many pickles as I want because pickles were free. Until someone educated me on how much sodium you yeah. have in the pickles. Yeah, I, I was, like was going to say if we were you're probably sweating out pickle juice. My at mother one point. makes the best pickles, and I would eat almost a jar a day with my with my lunches. <laughs> And I was like, he's uh, sweating you out four pickle gallons juice. gallons of water to I drink about 160, 180 ounces of water every day. So that's how the only way he was making it through. I was yeah. going to say. Just sweating out green liquid. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> yeah. So that was, you, you learn some things. Yeah. You learn some things. So. Um, and you keep learning things. What, um, what can you speak on? Because um, I know we talked about this at the beginning, but like, I can't stress it enough. Um. When people would talk to you about, like, well, what are you doing? Um, what kind of faces would you get when you were like, well, you just have to do it. And then you just have to keep doing it, even when you don't want to. Well, when people would see what I was eating. I mean, I, everybody sees those black containers at the Costco mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. use. My wife hates those, by the way. <laughs> I'm supposed to use mason jars. Oh. They go in the dishwasher. The other ones don't. Sorry, Hi, Hi honey. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> anyway, uh, they'd see my... They called it my trough to food would, would have my, all my stuff in it. They're like, you're going to eat again? I'm like, yeah, I got to eat again. Like, how do you eat all that? I'm like, you can get used to it after a while. Yeah. But it's, it's, 
it really is a commitment. You have to do it. I mean, the meal prepping, for those that didn't come to the to the class on meal prepping, that's an art. I mean, it really is. And once you get that down, it really becomes easier. It's a game changer. The, it the ninja foodie changed my life. Same. You know, I can I can make. I my just rice. can actually cook, so I don't use that. I can make my rice in two minutes. <laughs> I can oh, yeah. make my pork tenderloins in forty minutes. Done. In and out an hour. Yeah. I'm done for the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what we stress all the time. That like this cooking all day. Yeah. Prepping it doesn't a have. It's not a thing. Containers out. Yeah. It doesn't need to. Happen. It doesn't need to be a thing. It used to take me hour and a half, two hours, to get it done. And now it's <laughs> now I can do it. Breakfast, lunches, fifty-five minutes, give or take. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing. I mean, you got to get you got to make what works for you, like the food stuff. Yeah, yeah. I I tried sweet potatoes every which way there was. They still suck. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate them. Broccoli, not a fan. So. You have to find what's and, good for you. And yeah. Because if you don't like it, you're not going to do it. Yeah. No. I don't care what you tell yourself or what you try to sell yourself. If you, if you don't like broccoli, sorry. Well, and people also, it becomes like, well, what are you eating? And it's like. doesn't matter it's, what. It's the, it's, it's the right protein, carbs, and fats. Like, yeah. you're getting in vegetables. You're getting in the right amount of protein. You're choosing healthy carbs. Like, I eat Brussels sprouts and green beans. Like, I know other people eat broccoli and like other things like i prefer chicken like i just do but my chicken tastes good and it reheats well like if i was eating hockey pucks that i know some people are trying to Mm -hmm. eat every day it's not happening thing people don't realize too is you have to cook when you're meal prepping to where you know it's going to be reheated so cook everything short yes because otherwise you end up with bricks yeah Yeah. So that's what like, well, that's what I like. And I preach meat thermometers that it's like, do not cut your chicken open. Use a meat thermometer. And we're talking like a couple degrees shy. You take it out because it's going to continue to cook as you're putting it in the containers and Mm -hmm. it's still sitting next to each other. And then, so like when we cook steak, I mean, I like medium rare steak anyway, but it's, I mean, it is medium rare. It's it's rare. And then it's in the microwave. Maybe seconds. 20 seconds, yeah. like for me. And then it's still pink on the inside. And then it's so much more enjoyable than nuking leather, it. Leather. Yeah. I, I will admit things do re- reheat very well in the mason jars if you haven't tried that trick yet instead of the black containers. Wait, say that again. So I use quart mason jars okay. instead of the black containers. Okay. My wife found it on Pinterest or something. I don't know where she found it, but it works pretty good. Shout out Siobhan. I, I will Here say it. it does work well. Okay, so she has one win. Well, she has many, but... <laughs> She's winning here. She helped okay. you in the it, house. It many holds the heat, and it just cooks, because of its shape, it just cooks faster, and so, try it. Okay, Look at there us. you go. Look at us, we're Kyle learning new things. knowledge bombs yeah. um, What advice do you have to say of the people that keep feeling like they're trying and they're doing it, but yet it doesn't end up being consistent where like they'll be good for a week and then they stop. They'll be this. And then they, that. well, like I said, in the beginning when I started coming, do something that you can attain. You got to have an achievable goal. Mm-hmm. So if you want to hit your meal numbers, day three days this week, do that for a couple of weeks, do it four days. I mean, you can't go all or nothing. It just doesn't work. Yeah. It's human nature. You're going to fail. You're going to burn out. It's like some of these other wacky diets and fitness th- or 
health plans that mm-hmm. aren't sustainable. That's, that's probably the biggest thing that resonated with me was this is sustainable. I mean, I can do this for a long time. Yeah. I mean, July will be five years since I started here. Woo-woo! Right? And it's it's not that big a change once you're used to it. Yes, it seems a little odd to open your refrigerator and you got all these mason jars lined up and all that. It's Monday, Tuesday, Monday, you know. <laughs> and at the end of the, end My of the mom week on Friday, it. it's empty. And it's time to do it all over again. But at the same time, if you're consistently grabbing those out in the morning, you grab the, you know, you, you get into routine like anything else. It becomes a habit. You just have to keep trudging along to try and get it something that's going to work for you. Right. Mine's different. Hers is different. Hers is different. Jackie's different. Everybody's different. So, unfortunately, it's not a instant gratification like everybody likes. It, it just doesn't happen that But way. then they see the results, and they want to be like, whoa, yeah. I want that. Yeah. And it's like, well, there were things upon things upon things that, that were been layered. Happen, that been happening over and over yeah, and over right. again. To get that. Consistency oh, over time. Yeah. Along with many trips to the chiropractor and the PT and, you know, all that, all that fun stuff. It's too. just maintenance like you do on your car. That's right. It yes. is. It is. Um, ball, and ball I would also say. in the face, all that fun stuff. Eating. Oh, we would love for you to join Edge Body if you're not. <laughs> Non-members. No, but what I was going to say was like. Keeping it real. People always say that like eating healthy is expensive too. I've probably saved more money in the past like 14, 15 Eating weeks out is expensive. Than I've ever saved as far as food goes. Well, they think it's more expensive because if you buy prepared healthy stuff. Yes. It is expensive. It's stupid expensive. Yeah, you go to Costco and you got a twenty-pound bag of rice for twelve bucks, fifteen bucks. Last you, long time. Frozen bag of vegetables, eight bucks. You get a couple. And then it's not going bad, and you're not throwing it out. Right. Mm -hmm. If you're buying fresh stuff and then not eating it, Mm -hmm. that's going to cost you. You know, bananas, seventy-nine cents, Mm ninety-nine cents. Mm -hmm. Have one a day. Mm -hmm. That's in my routine. Right. Uh, And believe it or not, not all bananas are the same one of my pet peeves bananas aren't the same what do you mean by that i don't, I don't know just weird you eat enough bananas you know those brand that's not a good brand, don't buy a brand. <laughs> i feel gosh, okay i feel the same way about strawberries cottage cheese is the same way not all cottage cheese is the same i do sour cream's that. the same way not all the same no and strawberries are strawberries are routinely in mine and then i there are like if i go and it's like oh that's the brand they have like i'm not interested it's not nope. the same they're Costco not going to taste the, the same strawberries that i've Just had in a while when what? You, it's Driscoll's brand. Driscoll's brand. There you go. Shout when, out Driscoll. When you start buying cottage cheese by the case, you know, you, you get... Mm-hmm. That's... It's weird. Things change. Um. Well, no, and I... Well, and I was excited to have... Because I feel like Kyle is really, like, in terms of... I mean, I've trained a lot of people over the years. I've seen a lot of weight loss. I've seen a lot of people be successful. But I feel like Kyle is always kind of, like the person that I think of as like the poster child for implementation. Yes. Like the person that really turned themselves over to cool. This you're going to help me. So whatever you say, that's what I'm going to do. Um, and kind of turned himself over to the like, well, I did it because like, this is what we discussed and this was the plan. And so I'm going to do the plan. So then we have information. So then we know how to adjust the plan. And it's like, I feel like a lot of people come into uh, nutrition coaching, like ready to fight, ready yes. to fight the plan, 
adjust the plan. Find and, reasons why it's not working. And the number one thing that I've heard in recent, well, it's the, well, my kids had sports and then like works crazy and then this and then, so I just didn't do it. I'm like, well, then I'm going to just keep repeating to myself, nothing is going to change if you're not changing what you're doing in a day. Yes. So I coach Sawyer soccer. She has gymnastics gymnastics on Monday. We're not in like the full-blown club sports yet. And I'm sure someday we will be like that will not change how I eat my food. Right. And another unpopular opinion. I don't eat the same thing as my husband. Sawyer doesn't always eat the same thing as us. We have dinner together. We'll have meals at the same time. But I learned very quickly that that is a very weird concept to people. Mm-hmm. That it's like, it's taco night. It's pasta night. It's pizza night. Or people feeling like, well, I don't want to be like a short order cook. I'm like, well, if you have your meal prep food, you may order pizza for the family and then you get your stuff out. Right. Like, it's to be successful something has to be different. And if you're stuck in the same, well, like this is how it's always been. Well, maybe we need to change that. Mm -hmm. Maybe we need to adjust that. Maybe that's not conducive for your goals, but that's hard for people. Change is hard. Change is very hard. It's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be a little uncomfortable. That's what Epsom salts are for. That's right. (laughs) Lavender oil. My new favorite, though, eucalyptus. Yes. Oh, my God. Do my favorite. So, if you, okay, one more minute. What do you have left for somebody that's struggling to get back in the gym, struggling to stay consistent? What would you tell them? Well, I'm going to go back to the mindset reset. You have to know your why. Why you're here. Why you're coming. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's it. I mean, I didn't want to have pills to have a machine to sleep, take shots, whatever. That's what I was out. I'm, as soon as I got to that point, nope, done. Done. Don't like doctors. Don't like the medical mob. Yeah, I don't like any of that stuff. <laughs> don't get him started. That's so, another podcast. That's wow. a whole other podcast. There's a Screw you, Big Pharma. It, that's, there's a reason why they call it practicing medicine. So I'm going to get off my soapbox now. But anyway. All right. But Thanks you didn't want to do that. You didn't want to do that. Nope, I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to be hooked up to Darth Vader mass to sleep at night like a lot of people in my family are. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to sit around and talk about this pill and that pill and have to take 27 other pills to react to the side effects of the other ones, you know. Uh, it's, it so changes choose, you. So choose your uncomfortability. You can either be uncomfortable doing all yep. those things yep. or you can be uncomfortable doing some of these things. Right. And which one has way out your options. And I will say it has always amazed me how quickly – Someone will, and I'm not talking about things that are like emergency medically necessary, but it's, it's always amazed me too, how quickly someone will pay thousands of dollars for plastic surgery, bypass, stomach stapling, major, major things, but they won't invest in a gym or won't invest in food or won't invest and that just goes into that like quick fix mentality yep that it's because i think people think once bypass or once i'm like we're altering how you're eating forever even if you do something like that and it's like everything requires some sort of lifestyle change if if anybody was ever thinking about doing that lap band or any of that stuff 
read the statistics about how many people fail and what they look like when they go back. It's it's horrible. It's it's scary. So yeah. keep coming. I'm around. If you want to talk to me. Maybe we'll even do this again. It was kind of fun. <laughs> I know. I was like, he was so nervous. He kept up. What was the topic? What do we? I'm like, the topic is you. And he was like, I need something else. <laughs> I need more than that. I'm going to need more than that to prepare. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. It's been fun. Another episode down. Thanks, Kyle, for coming in. Thank you. Thank you. So now you have to keep coming into the gym. You have to keep eating and digest things regularly. (laughs) 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 We're going to bring it full circle. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.